Whether you're looking to achieve financial freedom, boost your personal development, or enhance your business acumen, you are in the right place. My name is Simone Samaluka Radzins, and I am on a journey for true business freedom, and I want to have you along for the ride. Each week, we dive deep into the topics that empower you to live a more free and fulfilling life and also give you the tools to do that in your business. All right, you beautiful, beautiful people. Let's actually get into, as we are wrapping up this 2023 season, let's get into something that is near and dear to my heart. More than 15 years of experience talking and doing and thinking about it is let's think about, well, let's think about business and let's think about some of the things that you are going to want to do to assess how this 2023 year panned out for you and some actionable things that that can make 2024, 2024, however we want to call it, a smashing year for you. You know, what I like to do whenever I think about reviewing something, assessing something, is just to keep an open eye, a skeptical eye, an objective eye, and really let the emotions just dissipate, right? And so as you're starting this review, I want you to like let and do a little meditation before going into the deep thing. I'm going to talk to you about what you want to do, but allow yourself to say, you know what? Whatever had to happen in 2023 had to happen for me. It had to give me the lessons that I needed to learn, that the universe needed to give me, the business lessons, the business failures, the business success, all of that, because that is information that is going to help me move into 2024 and make that the best year that I've had in business, right? So you already have a ton of stuff that you've learned, that you've experienced, that you've done. Some of that stuff this last year was freaking phenomenal. And some of this stuff this last year was probably not as phenomenal. You might not have got that return that you expected on your time, on your effort. You might've had failed flops of launches. You might've spent too much money and investing in certain programs that didn't make sense. And that is all what? That is all a lesson for you. And it's the lesson of entrepreneurship. It's the lesson of business. And so as you are going through this is what, it's a process that I like to think about. It's doing your business assessment, right? So you're going to do a business assessment and you also want to do your leadership assessment. So your business assessment really takes a look at the core components of your business. So the first component is your sales and your revenue. The second component is your impact. The third component is your actual money and how that translates into profit. And the fourth component is you as the leader and what you're able to do with your team, right? So that's looking at leadership. And if you don't have a team, you apply that to yourself and the challenge then would be, well, what about 2024, right? What can you actually do in 2024 that allows you to harness that a little bit more? So the first, revenue and sales, right? So revenue and sales, is really your top line. It was what you were able to build and bring into the business. So that is, you know, cash collected, it's actual sales, it's really diving deep into that process. And when I dive deep into that process, what I like to do is look and boil it down to actually numbers, right? So breaking out sales reports, breaking out revenue reports, and being able to start spotting and analyzing trends that are interesting for you. So those trends that could be interesting for you are, well, what? 
right? It's gonna be month over month performance. I wanna know, I want you to know, you know, how are you doing every month? And is it something that is starting to become predictable? You know, even if you are a service provider, you might have seasonality in your business. You know, if you're an accountant, if you're doing taxes, clearly you're pretty busy in that first quarter helping everybody file their tax returns. If you are a story coach, you know, maybe your seasonality really is just up to how you are driving and pushing sales and there is no seasonality. And so the first thing I want you to think about is just month on month performance, what months we're doing really well, astonishing, super amazing compared to other months that might not have had as much impact. Now, after you've looked at that, that's just like top line revenue, looking at the actual sales number, then you can start playing around with the data and looking at customers the people that you've actually, your clients, the people that you've been able to impact the most. Now, an interesting thing about growing a truly profitable business is thinking about recurring revenue. When you have a client that comes in once and you give them amazing service and you say goodbye, well, hopefully you've solved all their pains, but typically you haven't. And typically they're gonna to wanna to continue to work with you. And you also want to have some form of recurring revenue. That could be monthly recurring revenue, even annual recurring annual recurring revenue. That's going to just depend on your own business model and all of you know how you've actually structured your business. But it's important for you to start analyzing. Okay, so dive into my top line revenue. Let's get in a little bit more into the nitty gritty. Let me get into my sales activity. Okay, in that sales activity, who are the customers that bought from me the most? right? Those, if usually it's going to follow the Pareto principle, 80, 20, right? And so 80% of your revenue is going to come from 20% of your customers, right? So that is interesting information. That's interesting information for a few different things. Number one, why is that interesting? Well, can we find more of those type of customers for 2024? Like now are these your ideal people? Are you fully solving the problems for them? Are they going and continuing into a value ladder in your business? Now a value ladder in your business, if you are like, what girl are you talking about? Is a sequence of understanding the customer journey, right? The client journey of how they are to work with you. So for example, I'm gonna keep the accounting for a second because that is that is very familiar to me, even though I don't do that anymore, is that if I am a fractional CFO, I get somebody in. They want me to help them um, improve their finances, right? So that's very broad, but I come in, I do a project, I work with them for three to six months, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. But then I realize that they still need a little bit of help, right? And so I find that actually every month they're gonna need me to help them review their financial reports, help them make some decision, analyze their sales, do the actual work with them. So that, my friends, is recurring revenue and that is understanding the customer journey, right? So an initial thing somebody needed help with, afterwards, what is that support or that sustain? So as you start analyzing your sales figures, this is something that you can start diving into. Like, are there any patterns that you're seeing with the customers that are continuing to buy from you? Now, again, this matches with your business model. So if you're right now, you're just selling a course or you're just selling one service, then the question in this analysis that you're doing in 2023 is like, hmm, could this be interesting for my business in the following year? 
So as we continue into that sales, that overall kind of magic, we're looking at our customers, we're looking at trends, we're looking at purchasing habits and you know, who is actually this ideal client of ours? Cause now we have, we now have data. How are they thinking? How are they purchasing? You know, are they, are they referring business, right? So, so much of your business, if you're not a huge fan in sales can actually come from you delivering amazing stuff to your current clients and building in a referral partnership. Or now I feel like in 2023, 2024, an affiliate partnership, right? So they refer, they're an affiliate to you. They help get people into your sales pipeline. So that is something else that could be very interesting to analyze. Now, beyond this, if you have multiple services that you're offering, if you have, let's say an academy with courses, or you are providing, you know, do like DIY, do it yourself or done for you services in an agency model or something like that. And you are doing multiple things, one-on-one group, and maybe some courses. Now, what you want to do is analyze from that top line revenue. Well, what is actually the biggest lever for your revenue? Right. So if I looked at, okay, my total revenue was 300,000 for 2023. Okay. Well, what was one-on-one coaching versus what was group coaching and what was course sales, right? And from there you can analyze, this is like level probably five, but there you can then analyze the time it took to deliver those things and the effort that it took to deliver. Your goal as always is to be able to deliver amazing results with the least amount of time you possibly can, right? So this is just unpacking your sales. Now, those are the positive aspects of unpacking your sales, but there's also some negative aspects. What customers did you lose? You know, where in your sales funnel actually wasn't working? You know, do you have, and this is kind of now more thinking about process, is like, do you actually have an automated sales funnel? Do you have something that helps you get from a prospect or, you know, an interested buyer, a lead to becoming a prospect, getting into your funnel, right? So getting into a lead magnet, getting into a nurturing sequence to ultimately book a call. And how was the performance of that funnel? Huge, huge thing, an amazing sales tool and Yes, of course, this is something that I love to talk about. And if you're interested, definitely let's chat because building that sales funnel and building a process around sales. So you're not scrambling. So you're not stressed out about it. So you're not just doing it willy nilly and it's not really preventative. It's reactive. It's not proactive. It's reactive is something that you would want to start building a plan for. So you can streamline your sales. Streamline sales helps you increase your revenue. And then the last component of thinking about sales is really just your pricing and your pricing strategy overall. What's happened in these last few years, especially in Europe, my goodness, I've lived now in Portugal and I was in France before I left US, is that inflation is crazy. It is so high over the last few years in Europe, it's, you know, in the double digits. And if you are not increasing your price and increasing it strategically to show the value of your services against the price and not to price per hour, but have you been able to really price to profitability of each of your offerings? And this is a really important thing that you want to start assessing because this will put you into an amazing spot in 2024. Now, the next component of that quadrant is your impact. 
So when we think about impact, I like to measure it in a few ways. Impact is how many people you were able to impact. And if you are in social media and if you are doing a lot of content, if you're podcasting, if you're on TikTok, if you have free stuff, you know, and if you are somebody like me and you like love to provide service, like your impact is not necessarily revenue. Your goal is to have a ratio of the more impact, the more revenue that you have, but for a lot of us, it's for people who can't afford your services is providing that value and still being able to make an impact. So what I like to do is I like to measure my impact. I measure impact by the amount of people that I've impacted. Sounds a little too easy to explain. So what's that mean? So if I'm public speaking, I would like to know how many people are in my workshops. If people come to my free trainings, I want to know how many people came to my free trainings. If people are taking courses, how many took the courses? You know, is that impact number continuing? to grow. Now, all we know that all we know, well, we know a lot, but in 2023, 2024, you know, with this onset of digital marketing, digital media, and this onset that continues to grow and grow and grow of our connection to our phone and our connection to social is that impact is really measured through social media. And unfortunately, some of the stats, because we are so overwhelmed with so much information right now as consumers, as also as business owners, is that you are really competing for people's attention. And so as you are thinking about, you know, trying to get people, if you're promoting on social media, if you're promoting by building a podcast, if you are promoting through even going to events and and speaking at events or participating in events, is that for people to understand, you know, working with you and working with your business, it's really important that you have multiple touch points with them. And that is another way to measure impact. So impact is your engagement on social media with your posts. It's your DMs of people that are interested and conversations that you are really having. Now, as you can see, impact is another way to think about reach and another way to translate that marketing to sales connection. So that is impact. Money, baby. All right. So money is something that is very near and dear to my heart and a whole nother podcast about that. Finally changed my handle to my name because Moni knows money, but I didn't want to just be Moni knows money. And the reason why is that money has a lot of layers. Right? So there's the spiritual layer, there's your relationship layer, there's the technical layer, there's the personal finances, there's the business finances, there's the wealth building, there's debt, right? It's so, it's so integrated. I don't like to use the word complex because it's not, it's just there's a lot of moving pieces. And so when you think about money, okay, let's do the simple money that you want to start thinking about. So the simple money that you want to start thinking about is, well, how much money were you able to take in, right? So sales minus your cost of services to deliver, which is your gross profit. Now, don't, I'm not, don't write this down if you want, right? Because these are really important numbers and things to actually think about. So your sales, your revenue minus your gross, minus your cost of services 
is your gross profit. So your cost of services, if you're service-based, is not related to you. It's related to any subcontract or anybody that's on your payroll that is actually providing the services or any technology that is helping you provide those services. Now, if you sell jewelry, your cost of services is actually called your cost of goods. And that is the cost that would be, you know, that would, that it takes to actually produce your jewelry. So easy thing, but the reason why those are really important is that's your gross profit. Your gross profit is a very nice indicator of actually just like how profitable your business can be because everything below are things to actually promote your business, run the administration, run the general stuff of your business. Now let's talk about that stuff because that's usually where your money is eaten up. And this is where you can manage your money in your business. So that is the cost of your marketing, the cost of if you are renting places, the cost of the operations and the key activities that it actually takes to do your business. All right, I'm not going to get too complicated on this podcast. I've got trainings for that if you're interested in in that, but really you want to be able to analyze the profitability of your business every month. And that profitability, just like I asked you to look at your month on month sales is looking at your month on month expenses. Your month on month expenses, you know, again, not going to get too detailed because I don't want to lose you here, is a very nice indicator of the profitability of your business. And then how much you're paying yourself is another component to that. I like you to look at that without you as the, I don't know if you're a business owner operator, if you're just the business owner, it's very different. A business owner is not directly involved in the business, right? So if you're freelancing, you're a business operator. If you own an agency and you have a team and you're really behind and not doing as much, you're really into that ownership position. And your goal to build wealth is to get into that ownership position. It's to get out of the business operator position, right? And you want to get out of that freelancing because you're still trading time for money. So that's a really important component. Now, I did mention personal finances in this. So this is a really important caveat to, uh, for us to discuss. And the personal finances is how much you are actually taking home from the business after taxes and how much of that you are investing into your own wealth building activities. Now, if you're in the United States, you have amazing options to actually have a sell, like um, a solo 401k, which is an amazing tool that provides you business tax deductions as well as a way to actually grow wealth like tax-free. So I'm hoping that you have that set up. If you don't, I will make sure that there is another um, another video and another podcast about actually how to do that. I have some blog posts on Freedom Sun about doing this as well because that is really important to be able to make sure that you are really building your wealth. So that's one component. The other component is just doing that without the business and just making sure that you are building wealth, right? That's so important for you as you are a, you know, as you're building your empire, you need to make sure it's a wealthy empire so that you are set up for your success and that you're not just making the money, you're managing it and you're actually growing it. So that is the money. And then the last one is just your team. You know, as you step into the business owner role, it is really important to have a team and to have systems, right? So there's a lot of people who are really proud of being solopreneurs and having a million dollar business or multi-million dollar business. You know, I personally 
am not at that level yet. And I don't think I'll ever be a solopreneur having a million dollar business because I need a team. I need a team to help me deliver. I need a team to help me with the admin, to support me in the sales. I need a team that, you know, I can also empower to really achieve and to grow. And so leadership is really important. And this component is to think about your leadership if you have a team, but also your leadership of yourself, your self-leadership right? For a long time, I didn't understand what self-leadership was. Like, what is that? Like, it sounds, it sounded like, what is this? But it's how you can lead yourself and show resilience and show tenacity. And if you're setting goals that you're following through with them and that you are able to practice an awareness of how you are interacting with the world and continuing to lead yourself through the triumphs of your success, but also the obstacles or the challenges. They're not failures. They're only failures if you you give up, but those obstacles of your success. And so being able to critically look at how you were able to show up in business, you know, were you constrained by anything that was limiting yourself to achieve something? Was it, you know, this is where you can start looking and assessing like self-sabotage. Were there any patterns that continued to present themselves? Would you, you know, run away from opportunities or would you lean into those opportunities abundantly? This is an opportunity for you to assess your mindset. Are you, were you in 2023 living in a mindset of abundance or were you living in a mindset of scarcity? Now, if you're curious about those two, I try to talk about this on my podcast with, you know, with more of the mindset peeps, but how I like to think about abundance is that you truly believe that anything is possible in your business and you will find a solution. Scarcity is that this thing's not really going to be possible. So let's not try to do it. Now, of course, that is a very vanilla version of both of those things, but underneath that you can dissect sacked and come into play with a few other like sub questions into that. And I will, you know, I don't have that resource right now, but I do want to have that for you and actually just do a podcast on that specifically. And so as you reflect on 2023, this is the opportunity, as I mentioned at the very beginning to really focus on what worked and what didn't work what you want to take into 2024 and what you are able to let go of. Now, a big component of this, that self-leadership is that identity. Now we know from all of the manifestation that we've learned is that by taking an identity shift, like that quantum leap into something is, and the quantum leap can only be done if you have the identity shift and the nervous system regulated and all of the things that you've already heard on some of these podcasts. But by being able to step into that identity and to step into the feeling of who that new version of yourself is for 2024, you can start living into that today. And when you start living into that today, everything starts to change. Because then the things that might have stressed you out don't stress you out anymore. The things that you want to focus on are much clearer. It's really amazing. And it really, it really starts with you practicing the self-awareness of understanding what it is that you really need to let go of. So I wish you, my friends, the most amazing way of entering 2024. And that way is to let go of what's not working 
and to accept and get excited and build a plan for 2024. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm so, so happy that we are connected and part of a community that are really focused on building true freedom in our business and in our life. So if you love this, if you liked it, if you found some value in it, please make sure that you like it and you subscribe to the podcast. If you're feeling extra, extra grateful, share it with a friend, anyone who might have needed this. The more people that we can help collectively, the better we're all going to be. Until next week, have a beautiful, lovely, happy, and fulfilled week.